The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Hello and welcome to 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast where a comedy writer, that's me, James Breakwell, and a psychologist... That's me, Dr. Steve. Try to solve your long-running relationship issues in 10 minutes or less. This intro could, isn't even a challenge could, anymore. Now that we Could you hear the smile? Could you I, hear the smile I on my face? It, when I, I heard I heard the smiles. That's what I heard. Yeah. The uh okay. I guess just because we only record this occasionally now, we just don't have as much to fight about. So. <laughs> But this one, actually, we're recording it at the last, last, last possible minute. In theory, it's going up today, so we only missed a week or two, so good for us. And now, thanks to our not-at-all-pathetic begging, we have a plethora of questions. More questions than you can shake a stick at. Ooh, all right. Well, 22 skidoo. Yes, and I have not screened this at all, so let's be surprised with some inappropriateness. (laughs) Here we go. All right. Hello, I've recently become friends with an old friend's wife. The guy, which I met when we were teenagers and then lost contact until a couple of years ago, is not treating her very well. She does everything in the house, she's the only one that has a job full-time, and he doesn't even seem eager to spend time with her. She says she doesn't mind doing everything if that makes him happy. I want to be supportive for her, but I also want to tell her he's a jerk and she would be better off without him. What are your thoughts on the situation? I'm a 31-year-old female, and they are both uh, around that age as well. They got married when they were very young, and she sees him as the hero that rescued her from a bad situation. Thanks. All right. Take it away, Steve. Wow. Very good. Well, I think the letter writer has it nailed. Like, uh, that is the glue that keeps them together is her friend's, her friend's wife, I guess, if I'm getting the relationships correct. Her friend's wife looks at this as, well, I see how bad it can get. This isn't that bad, and I don't want to risk having anything that ever gets that bad again. So I will hang on to this because even though it's not great, it is an upgrade. And that glue does hold people together. So there might be some value in it for a friend's wife to just find another woman to kind of complain to and diffuse some of that tension. I will caution the letter writer in... Uh, by saying that you're only hearing her side of the story, which does jade a little bit of the truth toward her side. I'd be curious to know what her husband, your old friend, would say. And it might not be too far from what uh, the wife is saying. It, It sounds like their relationship isn't as tight as they dreamt it would be when they got married when they were 19 or whatever. But this is what happens when you marry young. You run the risk of just kind of becoming different people than you were when you were 18 or 19. God knows I'm a different person than I was when I was 18 because I'm fairly certain like uh, humanity has evolved since then. I don't know how James is because he's still just a a little tight and (laughs) has a spinner on the top of his beanie cap. But uh, I don't know what to do as far as telling her what to do, because I'm also guessing, even though this wasn't stated explicitly, that there are kids involved, which is more glue. Like when people it doesn't matter if you get married when you're 16 and now you're 30 and can't stand each other like divorce, even at that point, is complicated there. You've had your whole life together. You don't understand how to be an adult 
adult without the other person. Even if they're a bad influence or a bad part of your life, you sort of rely on that bad part for things. Kids are make it complicated. You may own a home and there's a mortgage, which makes it more complicated. There's financial considerations. If, uh, say, he's working and she's not, like, it's not as cut and dry as it sounds to you in your situation, because you're like, well, screw him. If he's not treating you right, leave him. Yeah. Let your friend have a little bit of grace here in knowing that there are other that there's other balls in the air, other plates spinning that she's trying to consider, even though you can see the forest for the trees better than her because you didn't have the same upbringing. I don't know what else uh, the letter writer was looking for, James, but when you analyze this situation, what do you see? Well, I will say that you never actually know what's going in somebody else's marriage, uh, what's going on there. Like, no matter what they say, you really don't. And sometimes couples who you swear shouldn't be together at all make it the distance and are much happier than you'd think. And sometimes that perfect couple just falls apart right in front of you out of nowhere. And it seemed, and you are shocked, but to them it's not a surprise at all because there's been all these things going on. Uh, I will say that 100% of wives uh, think their husbands are not doing enough around the house. I mean, that, that is universal, 100%. And I have experimented because I have gone from various stages of my life. So very on in our marriage back before we had kids, (laughs) I was pretty useless. And now I, as I basically, I, I work from home and I do almost all the chores and in all of that, my wife's impression that I, I don't do enough has never changed. It's never wavered. I just accepted that. I was like, you know what? I do what I can, and that's okay. I don't think you will ever find someone out there, probably husband or wife, who's like, yeah, my, my spouse does too much. They possibly couldn't do more. They're perfect. These are things you will never hear a spouse say, especially when they're blowing off steam to a friend. You don't you don't go yes. to a friend and gush about how perfect your life is. Like this is your this is your chance to kind of bring up all the annoyances even if your life is 98% good and 2% bad you just need sometimes to get out and vent about that 2% and that might be what's going on here maybe things aren't quite as bad as what they seem but right now this person just needs to get some things off her chest to deal with that 2% so that that might be part of it and if that's not part of that if this is um if this is really a bad relationship and if she really should leave this guy, which is entirely possible, uh, the one thing they're never going to do is listen to advice from friends. Like what they ultimately, if this lady needs to leave the guy, it's going to have to be a decision she comes to on her own. And it's probably going to happen way, way, way later than everybody else who's not invested. Uh, I love online uh, relationship advice forums because every time there's like any adversity that comes up, people are always like, just divorce him, get out of there, which is super (laughs) easy to say if you're not in that situation you're not invested at all you just you know pull the ripcord and you get out of there uh but if you're actually in it you deal with all the consequences you deal with all the stress it's it's much harder so i don't think that you know there's any advice you're ever going to be able to give this person that would be that that would sink through to be like okay this is the straw that broke the camel's back i'm going to get out of there now and she they may eventually end up getting divorced but i think whether or not they get together or they stay together or get divorced it won't be up to you so i think what the letter writer needs to do is just keep being a good friend be supportive be there when the when the friend vents and don't expect to to change the course of their life in a major way just just be the best friend you can and what happens happens if they stay together support them if they break up support them uh, and you can be there for that uh thoughts steve now hold on a minute i got umbrage with two things that uh-oh, you said there James uh-oh, umbrage <clears throat> first of all pull the ripcord is my metaphor not oh, your metaphor and i, stole I, it. I resent I resent that you have stolen that. I one. am unhappy that you've rubbed off on me to that degree that I'm starting to talk <laughs> like you. This this saddens me greatly. <laughs> Good. That is the punishment that makes me feel vindicated. And number two, 
yeah, how can you say don't don't tell people to just get divorced? That's what all these online friends. That's exactly what you say all the time. <laughs> like that is, is the theme of your advice. I am I am just as bad as all those people online. And where am I giving this advice? Where am I giving this advice, Steve? I'm giving it <laughs> online. But the the and it's super easy for me to tell people to bail it. But the, the difference is when I'm saying that. I'm saying that to the spouse. Like they come to me and say, hey, should I stick it out? Is this marriage going to work? And I'm, I'm talking to them directly. I'm not like giving somebody. So this would be different. If if this friend came to the letter writer and said, should I or should I not stay with my husband? That's that's right. a great situation where they're looking for direct input. If, the, yes. if she goes to the letter writer and said, here's the things I'd like to complain about, that, that's a completely different situation. So, yeah, so when people come to me and they're like, is this relationship going to work? I will absolutely say it's not going to work because it might be the <laughs> truth, and also it's more entertaining that way. So I will keep throwing that out. But All do right. I have any illusion that I have ever actually caused anyone to get divorced or stay together? No. I think most of the time when people write into us, they are looking for confirmation to do what they already wanted to do in the first place and they just wanted that little push and that's what we hear what we're here for so sometimes we give them that little push and they're like yeah that's what i was going to do anyway and sometimes we say the opposite and then they go and they look for that little push from somewhere else and then they do it anyway so that's my thought on that <laughs> wow what a rosy disposition toward humanity james that's awesome what i th- I, I don't even know where you're coming from sometime. I thought that was an incredibly oh. compassionate and well-thought-out reply. Compassionate. compassionate. I am known for my compassion. That's why people tune in. Wow. Well, if you would That's like— That's what you hear all the time? <laughs> yes, all the time. It's the part I don't— Are you read, hearing it right now? From the, from the letters, the, like, it always starts out with a, pa- a paragraph or two about how compassionate I am, and I just cut it <laughs> because I know it makes you feel embarrassed that people praise me that much. So that's why I cut out that part of the letters. Oh, you hide your light under a bush. I, I get do. It. Well, if you would like to experience my compassion <laughs> firsthand, send in those relationship questions to James Breakwell at explodingunicorn.com. That's exploding unicorn with the without or yeah, with the e. There we go. I even know my own email address. It's with the e. It doesn't have to be an actual relationship question. It can be uh, you know, parent child, parent dog, platonic co-workers, friend and then another relationship they're meddling in. Whatever you've got, send it in and we'd love to take it over. This has been another week of 10 minutes of save your marriage and that's 10 minutes of your life you'll never get back.